Well, everybody said about the bird. Grown men watch this shit. A podcast about indie wrestling. Chris, we're, we're at Bola. What, what do you think about this? Man, we're at Bola. What? I mean, we're... Ah! So surreal. He caught, traveled across the world. I took a two-hour flight. Sure, not as big deal, but we're here. We're here for wrestling. We're here for Battle Los Angeles. We're grown men, and we watch this shit. We watch this shit. I'm so happy. We're in person. We're reunited, my friend. We're, it's, it's all happening. It feels so good. We're not separated <laughs> by computers on the other ends of the world. No, sir. No, sir. So we're going to keep this short and sweet, but this is the introduction for our show live and in person from the Battle of Los Angeles. What is that show, sir? The Battle of Los Angeles, a.k.a. Bola, baby. No, our show. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, grown men watch this shit. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, guys. Stay tuned for part two. We have some exciting stuff coming up. Yes, indeed. Love ya. Woo! All right, guys. So um, this is the day of night two. Uh, we did record a, a really awesome bit. At the end of night one. Some of our best work, to be honest. Yeah, such so lost magic you know, stories of porn stars and, oh. Quite eventful. But unfortunately, my cohort here, uh, in his maybe drug-induced haze, marijuana, mind <laughs> you, uh, neglected to press record to begin this awesome <laughs> recording. And we actually, we talked for at least a good two, two and a half minutes. John got in there. It was it was great, and the vibe in the room was still amazing. Lost. All lost. Lost forever, because I, I did actually push record, but I don't think I had the microphone plugged in. So <laughs> <laughs> I have a, just a silent recording. <laughs> All right, well, this is take two of last night's on night two. Um, so, what would you guys say uh, was the vibe of the evening let's not necessarily talk about first matches but how do you feel about the show in general yeah just being there was very cool um pwg has just like a, a special atmosphere we had a, some really good chats with different fans who were like real mainstays um of the pwg uh, sort of fan community i guess and sort of they were telling us about the, the things that are important you know cult values for the the pwg fans how to act how not to act uh, the way that they'll they'll you know, shut down your piece of shit people. That... We police ourselves in PWG. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it's very cool. And you can see all of that actual, you know, he's thinking about fan group values and such. Uh, you can see it in, in the fans and, and just the vibe of the night. And that was the biggest thing to feel to me of like, this feels like a PWG show, even though it wasn't in our holy land of Reseda. Yes, it was my first trip to the globe and... Uh... I'd say it's. I was apprehensive of loving it, but I do. There's a bar mm. right next door, just makes it easier to have a good time. Uh, what are your feelings, Mr. Kraft? You know, I don't want to sound like an old man here. I did like it. I did like it, but I had to be open minded. Uh, <laughs> I think we all feel that it was quite a pleasure to have experienced Reseda while it lasted. Yes, yes. And mm. there is really just some magic. Cheers in the air to Reseda. Cheers to Reseda. But, guys, uh, 
as, as somebody described it to me yesterday, the Globe has an opportunity to make their own magic. It is clearly a beautiful venue. It's great. It's very nice. It does. The My only thoughts on the matter, and I had questions going in, and I guess I still do. I want to see how the weekend goes. Is It is a larger venue, so it's accommodating more fans that may not be aware of the culture, the community. And you're seeing a lot of the regulars that have always been there wanting to make sure that it gets built the right way. Mm-hmm, so I sure. do trust that it's in good hands, and I'm trying to yeah. be very open-minded. I, I loved it so far. And mm-hmm. then we'll see how the rest of the weekend goes. Yeah, I almost felt like guilty for liking it. Yeah. Like I walked in yeah. and I just felt yeah. dirty. It's I'm like, like actually liking your, your stepdad when he comes to date your yeah. mom. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like pretty cool, I guess. I mean, he does buy me these cool toys. Yeah. All right. Uh, one thing I did see is uh, resident PWG photographer Mikey Nolan said he's having a little bit of difficulty actually getting shots in the new venue. Mm. But he's starting to like learn like where the good shots are and how... How to set it up, because, you know, if you've seen the shots from the DVD cases that Mikey's done, his, his work is tremendous, so I'm yeah. sure he's just trying to maintain that same level of quality. Yeah, it was funny, like, seeing the different people. Another person I really popped to see um, was the, the bartender from oh, yeah. Reseda. Yes, I we had... actually spoke about her before the show, which was hilarious. I said I was <laughs> going to miss going to Reseda to see her. Yeah, man, that was amazing, and she might try to make it back for the next two nights. Yeah, yeah. she seems so nice. Like, we all got hugs. It was like, yeah, I love those, those type of people. And for anybody listening, the good news is she does still get in for free. Yeah. So if she <laughs> wanted to check out the show, she is an invited guest. It was great to see you, Lorena. Very great to see you. I know you're not going to listen to this, but <laughs> we can say we're putting that energy out in the world. Yeah, shout out. If any, shout out. If anybody has her Twitter, just tweet back at us what that is, and we will send this to us. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, well, before I guess the next thing to talk about is we're not going to do a full show rundown, but let's maybe recap our favorite matches and maybe our least yeah, favorite. Yeah, because that was, was burials, but you know, I mean, that was a thing we did last night on mm-hmm. this lost show to the sands yes. of mm-hmm. incompetence and being really, really high. Are we We've actually had more time to digest, so maybe yeah. our our answers will be more sound, have and a little bit more clear, clarity, less yeah. of a tangent. Yeah, I mean, just so you know, from my uh, experience of last night. Uh, John had a really good explanation of it when he spoke to Ben earlier today. Uh, hi, Ben, if you're listening. Um, of basically what the... Let, let's just talk on from like when I walked in, it was just really quiet and weird. Yeah, so we did have a great time pre-gaming, uh, enjoying. You know, California has some wonderful, wonderful recreational uh, agriculture out here. And we did have a good time. Uh, checking that out, we met a few friends. Everybody kind of shared what we had, and once again, bringing it back to that community feeling. Mm. Well, by the beginning of the night, everybody got in their seats, and then we all started to mosey around and go, you know, to the outside deck and go to the bar and meet the wrestlers. And we all got our trading card sets, and I wanted to get signatures there. And I go up and see my buddy Bandito, as we've talked about on numerous podcasts. He's my MVP, and I always want to put him over. Great well, guy. Yeah, great guy. So because of my time in, in TJ, he has now become an acquaintance. We know each other, we recognize each other, and, um, and we have an open line of communication there. So I go over to say hi to him and get his signature, and, and you know we're, we're just kind of talking about things. And I told him I really appreciated a good message he left on my t-shirt, which was uh, you know from my amigo John Bandito that I got signed in Tijuana. And uh, so I, I mentioned the podcast and what we were doing, and that I was there with my friends, and and uh, that I appreciated a nice message. And he said, oh, where are your friends? And I go to a point out to, to Chris and Jeremy. 
and they are both sitting there catatonically, uh, <laughs> stare, just staring. Uh, I had wanted them to come meet Bandito for purposes of this podcast, and they said they were not leaving their chairs. Uh, they did not want to have this conversation. I and, think I tried to wander over there for that, but it took me about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I watched that happen. You missed opportunity. Um, but Bandito said, hey, uh, where are your friends at? And then he goes... We are friends, guys. We are friends. Like, maybe they didn't believe me. So, shout out to Bandito for reinforcing my credibility and actually making it false credibility to perhaps true credibility. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to have him on sometime. We're still working on that. But, yeah, so I was telling Ben today, uh, they did not want to get out of their seats. And I think it's just a great visual of the grown men watch this shit. We're just, like, sitting down next to one another. The hosts <laughs> just baked. Waiting for the show to begin, just enjoying the ambiance, but also maybe running around in our own heads a little bit. Chris was very, very quiet. <laughs> and I'm not normally a quiet guy, so I mean, I mean, I didn't have a single drink that day because let's say I was a tad hungover from the prior night, mm-hmm. just a smidge. And under-rested. Yeah. Under-rested. Four yeah. hours. Yeah, it was a little bit of sleep. Definitely brought me back to New Orleans and that that thing. Let's hope I'm not quite as sick when I'm leaving. Five more days of it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so nonetheless, I thought that was was quite good. And uh, no drinks at all. Um, And yeah, I was in that stage purely (laughs) from the the recreational things that we got to buy legally on this trip. I was very happy about that. Chris actually bought a ginger beer at lunch yesterday. Uh, well, I had water and Mr. Jeremy Tate had beer. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, uh, John, do you recall the brand name? Cock and Bull. Of this, yeah. <laughs> Cock and Bull. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, fast. Cock and Bull, delicious. Uh, I, I enjoyed shout it. Uh, shout out from John. Free plug, free plug. <laughs> Please enjoy this uh, this paid sponsorship. But yeah. Please send us some <laughs> Cock and Bull in the mail. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh, since we did just talk about Bandito, that's actually I want to talk about his match with T Hawk. Actually, is that your favorite? I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I think it's one of the stronger showings of a guy who initially it appeared maybe the fans weren't fully accepting of T Hawk. But by the end, worthy of, the match, of, of shout out for sure. Yes, yes, indeed. It was like just great pacing. Uh, T Hawk is just one of those. He was just using a lot of chops to show his dominance and strength, and some of this. On a night filled with amazing chops. Some he of the stiffest a, chops. A darn fine chopper. Mm, I mean, yes. I believe he was the winner of multiple of the Dragon Gate King of Chop tournaments. So that's sound. That makes sense. Ball yeah. of 2018, the year of the chop. Yeah. But yeah, T-Hawk in that match, I, I, that's a special place in my heart. But I think a lot of us are going to probably lean toward the match of the night being the main event, of, main event with Ring Kampf uh, versus Ilya and Shingo. Yeah, I mean, non, non-official out. tournament match, but holy shit. Um, I mean, you look at that that on paper, and I was, like, really excited on paper because, like, those are the type of just hard-hitting mm-hmm. brutes uh, that I, I generally enjoy watching. And sometimes those matches, like, they don't quite work out because they're, like, too big in your, your mind kind of deal, but mm-hmm. this delivered and then some. For sure, for sure. Um, another match I think was tremendous was... David Starr and Joey Janela. Uh, David Starr is a great heel. He's fucking obnoxious. He milked the crowd for all the shit they were flipping at him during the match. And Joey Janela is just loved universally by everyone on the indie community, as far as oh, I could tell. So and he great. was over it's like Rover. to hate him. Wrestler of the year, Joey Janela. Oh, Joey Janela. In my opinion. But yeah. I mean, I wanted to make special mention of uh, David Starr of. 
getting to be there live for the extended David Starr ring intro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the local uh, announcer, our uh, the classic PWG announcer that's there every time, uh, uh, he was, was generic ring announcer number five, I believe. Yeah, that was that was Excalibur's official introduction to him as his name. So yeah, uh, generic ring announcer number five. He did have a bit of a, a fuck up oh, late yeah. in the show. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, people... I thought he was reading it straight off of David Starr's T-shirt uh, because he was right behind him and it's on the back of his shirt. That was the part that was the very cool moment for me of yeah. just being able to go down, read them one yeah. at a time, and know what's coming next. But then at the end of the night, Christian announced Walter as the Ring of Honor champion for a, a brief moment, <laughs> then corrected himself, and the it crowd got a bit of a boo. Yeah, the alive. crowd did not they ate him alive. He did not leave him alone about it, and he quickly got out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I looked With over at him on the side, and he looked a little embarrassed. And he did like such a fast goodbye yeah. at the end of the night. Like, it was basically, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, drive safe and good night. Yeah, yeah. And then Excalibur jumps back on the mic and says, hey, everyone, thanks for coming out. See you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, a real goodbye. Yeah. Knowing people are coming back. Yeah, obviously deciding that uh, generic ring announcer number five's um, goodbye wasn't worthy enough. His name is actually Christian, so let's know that this guy Christian fucked up. Boo. Boo. All right, uh, one thing before we get out of here is something that, as a former guest of our show, I think we should talk about uh, the PCO and Brody King match, mm. which was, for all accounts, a... Shit show? I wouldn't do that far, but a fucking smash mouth, just guys throwing themselves at each other, and when you're an old man, shit's gonna happen. I loved it. it to me, it was like just the, the perfect car wreck. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. just a, a Best train wreck of mayhem uh, was this match. And, like, some of the stuff wasn't the cleanest, you know. Some stuff oh. may not have gone as one would have hoped. However, I thought those moments, like, contributed towards being part of this crazy experience. So this was one of my favorite matches just because it's my style. It's very hard-hitting. And uh, the the botches, like, for example, PCO gets up on a oh, turnbuckle. and uh, he go for the moonsault? He's going to go for the moonsault. Well, first of all, he hit the senton. The senton, the senton so the old, the old cannonball yeah. back from mid-90s WWF, but yeah. on the ring apron. And right. just, that's a big, big, dense man coming on, yeah. on you. That and that's way. not a very large area to land on. You it's know, the most not. unforgiving part angle. of the ring. Yeah, I've at a that. very, very tough angle. And so he goes to do it, and so it's this increased element of danger to even try to do this move. It's almost physically impossible, never mind his age. But we know he, that PCO is not human. And he says, fuck that, and he goes for it, and he totally hurts it. I don't even want to call it a botch, because I'm surprised he didn't hurt himself. He ends up tangled on, on the ropes. Well, well I mean, the first the time, ropes. like, the senton went great. Like, it, was, it was awesome. But he just tried to one-up himself. He, yeah, he went up again, and you're like, what? No, the... the First thing was fine. You don't need to do any more of this. The whole crowd's like, no. But PCO wasn't quite done yet. He no. then, after they got up, they went for another moonsault and then ate another one, which, as for my vantage point, he almost didn't make a four rotation. Chris assured oh. me he did. He didn't. It land was it was scary. So yeah, a three in total. First we got the senton. Yeah. Then we got the attempted. I'm not sure what it was meant to be, but it was very scary and. PCO nearly died, but as we know, PCO can't die. So yes. Oh, wait, yeah. I, I apologize. He did go for a fourth, and that's when Brody King cut him off. That's yeah. Bad. Yeah. And then yeah, he hit the the moonsault, which was like um, again. Normally, uh, PCO has the finest moonsault in all of wrestling. Mm-hmm. It is pretty beautiful. Uh, this one, I think, maybe a little bit loopy from the thing on the outside, but yeah, the the rotation over was a bit more like Muda, but like scary Muda. So he looks like he almost hit his head, but yeah, it was close. The part, oh, 
our boy PCO was was really really glad to be there. I talked to him beforehand with the uh, trading card thing that I was running around with, and just told him I hope he had a good time tonight. Was really excited to see what he'd done this year, and he was just beaming. He was just really really glad to be there, and he said, no matter what happens, everybody's gonna have fun during my match tonight, and I think yep. everybody did. Yeah, yeah. There's been a show of shout outs, but I also want to give another shout out to uh, John. Mentioned the trading card gimmick. It was oh, put so together good. by our buddy. Uh, Brian the Brain, so thank you. He's done him in the last Great couple stuff. of years uh, so well, even that the All In guys took his gimmick and did it as well. But hey, you know, more tangible merchandise for rising side, rising tides raise all ships. Yeah, uh, and then I mean, I even participated in that. I didn't get the cards last year, which I regretted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got them this year, and they're, they're really well done. You got like the All Star card, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. What was your All Star card, Chris? I got um, the awesome Mike Bailey. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I am trying to get. There was four total of special inserts. You could get Super Smash Brothers, the aforementioned Mike Bailey. Uh, Human Tornado, the one I got a personal fan. I was and hoping for, for Human Tornado. And the actual Legion itself, the Legion Hall oh. in Reseda. That's what will that go for? Amazing that would have been the one to get. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Uh, before we move on and actually close the show out, I want to just talk about the last match we were speaking to. Is another move that was pretty gnarly, and somebody who's probably hurting this morning is one Brody King. He went to do a somersault tope over the top rope and... Mm. Uh, landed directly on his ass and tailbone. Yeah, oh. with like his fucking ow. Yeah, it, ow. There's I no way that could have gone a little better. Oh, yeah, PCO unfortunately not with the greatest catch on this one. But uh, I mean, any if I was catching that dive, you Brody ju- King. Yeah, you'd want to jump out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Brody took a lot of lumps uh, due to PCO's excitement, and maybe not being in the right place at the right time. But the really, I think that was all by design, personally. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that really a lot of people know this because they're fans of Brody he likes to do a snap fucking uh, pile driver as his finish oh, and shit. already on his tailbone then he picks up this very large man PCO and does a snap pile driver I can only imagine how his ass feels today so uh, rest he, well Brody King hope your yeah, ass is okay Brody. I hope your ass is okay Brody but I mean that was uh, so good the um Oh, there was a bit where PCO went to give him a power bomb, mm-hmm. and it was just it ended up one of those really high stack like Tenru kind of like mm. fucking almost like a dance bomb. bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucking gnarly. Okay, guys, before we cut this off, we did touch on this last night, and I really feel like we need to bring this up today. Please, anything we left about that show, I definitely want to try to get included. Well, yeah. We all knew our mindset last night. We definitely were ready to be entertained, and there was uh, some comedy. First time ever for me seeing Puma King, as well oh, as a lot oh, of man. people. Puma King, right, right. We, we almost cut this off and Holy forgot shit. to talk about our favorite thing last night. So I had never seen Puma King, so I'll give it from my perspective as somebody that just was not really even aware of his work at all. And I mean, we did a pretty cool um, rundown of Puma King when we were initially doing sort of the the preview um, show. Yeah, the, the preview show when we were looking at the, those first round matches. Yeah, and um, Puma King being a guy originally from CMLL. Who had been in those like you know first, second, third match area for like the entirety of, of his um, career? A son of the awesome Felino. As well. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, he had been around and just sort of doing that, and then I get he made a big leap uh, thing like to actually leave CMLL, which is like the greatest place that you can wrestle for lucha libre, um, to try to make his name on the independents. So similar to a guy like uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, and, and what happened there um, but yeah so big risk and he's been popping up in different places but this was kind of his time to really 
make his name to the indie wrestling community. You got know, a to massive try to come, please come back, chant. Oh well, yeah, it worked out so great. Your first visual uh, thoughts when you saw Puma King walk out, John? Uh, I did not know what to expect. He seemed like a character that might be on Lucha Underground or something. Great you know? gear, right? Great gear, incredible, incredible face paint, like on par with Cirque du Soleil, for example. I mean, incredible, intricate face paint. Uh, but what I liked is I was so entertained because this is a cat in the ring. A lot of people you'll see get bored and prop themselves up on the ropes while somebody has a long intro. He was kind of tangling and, and playing on the ropes like a cat in a tree. <laughs> like a playful cat. Uh, it like was a great. playful cat. It was It was. Bouncing great. around all nimbly-pimbly-like. The, uh, the crowd, and it, it might have been some of uh, yours truly here, the crowd, as there was a hush before a chop, would occasionally meow out. Yeah, yeah, we were, go- we're a big fan of those meows. Yes. Meow. The, yeah, the best thing about Puma King is... He is a great worker and a great character. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of coined. I feel like he's almost like a comedy pentagon in the way that he. I thought that was great. Full great force of the character. Well, not even just that. Not that the look is similar as far as just. I think Lucha the, Mask was face paint, but also a similar charisma, vibe. like the exactly. way that, yeah. that he takes those moments Untangible. that other guys don't necessarily make the most of those moments, and you know how pentagons like that. Yeah, or the um, strut when he after he did something cool, he'd like strut around like uh, a cat from the actual play Cats. Yeah, <laughs> so great. I mean, I think that's something that he's turned up because having watched Puma King for a long time in CMLL, he didn't really do that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that much. Like he'd more just focus on the wrestling. And I guess there's certain stuff that when you're on a big show like that, you just fill your role. But now it's his time where he really has to, you know, could try a different stuff or whatever. And I think that was the whole key to this. Like, that was people's appeal. Like, obviously, his, his actual wrestling is great. We all knew that. But, like, yeah, that side was so entertaining. And I think uh, one of the best things about his whole, you know, presentation is he comes out to Death Leopard. <laughs> you give love a bad name. And is lip syncing and playing around and doing, like, a, cup- a Cupid arrow thing to the people <laughs> in the, that are in the audience when they say bad name shoots it. he almost won the crowd over purely from that entrance yeah as soon as the entrance was over like people were literally clapping the guy had done nothing yeah i think i turned to jeremy and said can we just continue to listen to him lip sync <laughs> <Yeah>. karaoke <laughs> Def for more? you know i heard some observations uh from just people around me in the seats and i feel that a lot of people are looking forward to the possibility of bandito versus flamita as flamita was facing puma king Mm-hmm. And by the end of the match, I believe that a lot of people wanted to see more of Puma King, mm, even, yeah, at the expense, even at the expense of Flamita. Which and Flamita's really a guy that's been around PWG for like He's got fans, a long yeah. time. He's like one of the most established um, luchadors at the company. Yeah. yeah. Um, My buddy Josh himself, uh, Hollywood, Josh Casper, he tweeted out that out. the... Uh, the booking of Puma King to lose to Flamita was the worst booking in PWG Bullet history. Whoa! <laughs> he was he was of course being Puma hyperbolic. King was over. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally yeah. You went from not even knowing a guy to thinking you know wanting him to actually win, which yeah. I mean that'd be a big ask of like you know the booking committee or whatever on to, the fly change yeah. the booking. Yeah, send a message out to the ring. <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. the referee. Now we're already telling the story here. We're not worried about you guys right now. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, before uh, before we get off here, I think we need to talk about some preparation that we made for tonight. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. As as you know, whenever I try to get on, I do a little culture piece about what else we did on this wrestling trip. So yeah. I'll make this story brief here. 
uh, Chris and I and my fiance, we all went to Golden Dragon in Chinatown for some dim sum. Had some great dim sum. It was a delicious uh, dim sum had a dinner. Wide Breakfast. variety, yeah, brunch, yeah. brunch even. Yeah, uh, had a wide selection of different appetizers and, and entrees, and really picked through it. Yeah, and shout then out after, for our um, official sponsorship plug number two. Yeah, shout today. Out. Golden <laughs> Dragon, send me some shumai. We'll take that with the uh, cock and bull ginger beer. Yeah, and uh, so after that, we walked through this market and just think. You know, just a big Chinese market with a little bit of everything, and it kept going back further into the building. You never knew it would end. And the first thing it was that we like saw, the IKEA of yeah. um, Asian markets. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's so much, uh, but there wasn't like a defined path with arrows on the ground. It was, it was kind of a shit show in there. Um, but shout out to a lady that we did a lot of business with. There was a, a great lady who made us a deal her name. i wish we knew her name we uh we exchanged pleasantries multiple times throughout the day before we left uh we this, all uh, got middle, middle-aged jeff uh middle-aged that's a uh, asian woman that's right yeah. we all got fanny packs we all got fanny packs yeah. uh bags. what else yeah, are you gonna bags. do on a weekend such as this yeah you know i feel pretty good i've got my my bum bag here bum bag oh i just Dropped the beer on the microphone? Yeah, dropped a patst onto the microphone. Shout out. But I mean, that, that's part of this. So we're sitting here with our, our fanny packs. Uh, we've, we're drinking PBRs. It's quite a weekend. While they were out here giving me a wonderful gift of a fanny pack, I actually well, spent a good hour and a half uh, doing something I've been trying to do for the last couple of years, is get myself tattooed while in L.A., Followed through and got my pro stuff. wrestling gorilla while at pro wrestling gorilla. Yeah, I got a pun tattoo. Suck on it. Um, <laughs> it's a gorilla with a luchador mask. So it's, you know, a pro wrestling gorilla while we're at pro wrestling gorilla. If you guys aren't fans of pro wrestling gorilla, you don't know maybe that it's actually gorilla like gorilla warfare. So it may not sound like a pun to you immediately. I must explain. So I want to give a shout out to Manny Daggers at Genuine Electric Tattoo. Shout out. For the amazing work he did. Um, yeah, it's been a long time coming. I've been talking about this so much so that Ryan Satin was ripping me pretty hard that I, he didn't think I was actually going to follow through even this time. <laughs> so suck it, Ryan. Um, yeah. Tonight is night two. What do you guys, are you guys prepared for this? You think we're going to be able to stay uh, alert and awake the entire time? Yeah, That's because I had a one. bottle of water for every beer I had. Thanks to Excalibur. Thank you, Excalibur. Too. Again, the greatest part of the um, of the closed night of his far improved um, closed night promo, mm-hmm. as opposed to generic referee number five. No, you bring know, it out. Bring it wisely, out. though, because three days can be intense if you treat it like a like a binge bar night every night. Yeah, because Excalibur uh, basically in his goodbye was you know telling people to to maybe be a little bit um, uh, not cautious, but um, pace yourself. Yeah, pace yourself when it comes to your drinking, which I think is a great message. I think he reiterated that both the... in the at the preamble as well as the night close. So it's actually yeah. probably an important message to him. They need people up on the third night. They want this is a not a sprint. This is a marathon. We're in it for the long haul. So the best be part of that. Day. The best part of that was when he said to people to uh, you know take a, a glass of water for every alternating one between beer, and at which point all of these. Pieces of shit booed him. They booed Excalibur for you know for trying great to get life people to to 
you know, be good about their health. But what, what, is, what did he say thing? to those people? The best, yeah, the best comeback was he let everyone know, clearly, you're under the age of 30. He said, listen up, dummies. <laughs> when you so, hit 30, your hangovers get a lot worse. And, and we basically, I think I looked at the truth. I looked at John in that moment yeah, yeah. and was like, yep, yeah. yep. I was standing ways, with yep. two examples during the show. <laughs> it gets tough, guys. Please, yeah. again, uh, if you're going to drink a whole hell of a lot, at least drink a whole hell of a lot of water. And get your sleep. Yeah. We learned from WrestleMania weekend, it's hard to do multiple days of four hours of sleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the one I did um, chuck in as soon as people were booing the water, a competing, a competing H2O chant. Uh, I thought that was uh, rather well received in that little section. I agree. I agree. So shout out to our sponsor Adderall for helping us get through this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and uh, shout out to I, I also want to give out a shout out to sponsor of the show H two O. H two O. Yeah. Brought to you by the building alive block of life. during the day yesterday. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're gonna close up shop here. Get prepared. Maybe eat some food for mm-hmm. myself. Do a little bit more drinking. Getting yep. prepared for. We look 19. forward to Courtney arriving soon. Courtney's mm-hmm. gonna be here. We're gonna She's... go get in line. It's also gonna be Whitney and Courtney's first PWG shows. So we're gonna break them in right. And yep. we're gonna go see our buddy Zach that we met last night. It's his first bola as well. So shout out Zach if you're listening. Yes, Thanks sir. for your hospitality last night. We'll see you in line today. And uh, I think it might be interesting if the ladies want to take an opportunity to actually get on the show. Yeah, we're uh, going to make get their, their, get their comments. Courtney cake. has constantly you know, buried us for our podcast <laughs> and maybe given her an opportunity to embarrass herself and then we can bury her in, in kind. Yeah. Wait. I got to go get my food, Chris. Go ahead and close up shop. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably be back. I have some um, rambling to do, as we come to expect on this fine program. Uh, we're basically also getting ready and suited up to head out for night two. Um, so, I mean, there's a, a lot of excitement uh, going into it, just based on the standard that was set. Tim Thatcher um, versus Walter. Yeah, I mean, that, that main event last night built for two of the, the biggest matches. I'm so excited for both of them. Uh, Timothy Thatcher against Walter. Uh, Ring Conflict explodes. Is basically the the theme. Uh, they teased it last night. Ended with a, a nice classy handshake. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that. Just those guys' style, and it's going to be smash mouth and awesome grappling, and it's going to be awesome. Um, and then uh, the other one being Ilya Dragunov um, against fucking Shingo Takagi. Ah! As soon as I saw this announced, I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. And the, the teasers for it that they did last night in that main event were like fucking everyone was amazing. And they, they did like that sort of Japanese thing where like one tag partner runs over and, and hits the other guy when he's not the illegal man. And then when the other one's in, he'll go and hit the other dude off the apron when he's not the illegal man. They just built it up um, and teased it really, really well. And Dragunov is like so intense. I know that John um, is a, a big fan of Ilya Dragunov. I was so excited to see him. And he was excited to perform too. He knew a lot of people knew who he was, but never got a chance to see him. Yeah, and he like knew that he had to sort of prove something um, on this this weekend because yeah, a lot of guys first time getting to see him in person um, after maybe seeing some of his stuff in WXW on uh, high spots uh, that you can check out yourself. I highly recommend it. We were just talking about our high, so- high spots subscription just before. Um, yeah, uh, but Ilya Dragunov and, and Walter obviously have had a fantastic feud in WXW and had some amazing matches. I think a lot of people called them like European match of the year level type of shit. 
Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know if that may be something that we could be potentially getting to see uh, in in one of the early finals matches if, if both of them go ahead. That'd be pretty rad. Any any predictions for the final three without knowing how the brackets come out? All right. So there was a lot of discussion uh, at the the beer house next door on the afternoon on, on who our favorites were. There was even a pool. I thought that was really fun. It was so good. <laughs> I got my food, it's delicious. What are you eating? Please describe it, Jeremy. It's like pork belly on french fries with cheese. It's fucking great. It looks great. Oh, you got like some, is that coriander on there as well? It appears so, sir. Oh no, what do you guys call it? Cilantro? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, listen, not Thai basil. It's so sweet. <laughs> Yeah, right, my prediction. Shout out to our latest sponsor of the show, South City South Chicken. City. Yeah, South City Chicken. Good stuff. But yeah, everyone is talking about they believe it's the year of the American hero, Trevor Lee. Mm-hmm. What's your prediction of what the final three will look like? Trevor. I second that Trevor has to be there. Mm-hmm. It'll be the perfect story. I mean, it last a whole bunch of PWG shows that I've watched. Um, I'm up to night two. No, no, no. Keith last show is currently where I'm up to, given the delayed basis with which these shows are, are released. Um, but yeah, everyone, uh, Trevor Lee's been getting on the mic and saying about how fuck this place, and I'm going to be on the last show in Reseda for the PWG World Title. And I've heard things to where the next show uh, after Bola is back at Reseda, and potentially the last show ever. In Reseda, which again, I have to wipe away a tear. That makes me so fucking sad. But at the same time, you know, things have to move on. Everyone agreed it's a really, really nice place that we're at now. Uh, we didn't need to sweat our balls off like we did in the past. And I mean, one thing that I did like better was the fact that we could leave um, during intermission. Yeah. We can go out into that car park. You can go into a nice alleyway. You can enjoy some it's marijuana. Yeah. You weren't required to stay within the building, but there is one benefit. They have like this little alleyway. It's like a dog run. Yeah, basically like a dog run with some fake grass on it where everyone goes. And it's essentially a green room uh, due to the incredible cloud of hazy pot smoke. It Shout was out beautiful. to Marco Stunt hanging out there watching some bola before his matches tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Marcos. He's a guy that I'm so happy is in this tournament because mm-hmm. we uh, were talking about Marcos from our review of Chris the Ross. Lost in New York, and yeah, uh, he just got over so crazily good on that show, uh, Joey Janela's show, and um, everyone was just like, "This is fantastic." And then he gets on All In, is in the Battle Royal, and did awesome there. And then now, uh, thanks to a cancellation because of injury of, of Chris Brooks, he's in Bola. So, I mean, what a great recurring thread He's through the show. He's capitalizing on his opportunities. Each booking has kind of come on a whim because of what he just did. So he's doing something right. Current indie darling. Yeah. I saw a tweet from Joey just before that was really, really cool where he just said about how much it meant to him and how special it was that uh, two guys that he maybe has had a large part in boosting them up, uh, one being uh, Marco Stunt, the other being uh, PCO, mm. a friend of the show, PCO. Uh, we, we may uh, have a little chat with him later. We'll see how we go. Um, but Will your pick for the final three? Uh, well, just finishing up on that point, the other other one that, um, that uh, Joey gave shout-out to was, yeah, about uh, PCO and, and his 
um, awesome match that he had at this last Joey Janelle spring break uh, that uh, Jeremy and I were both there for in person. Incredible match. And yeah, I mean, we, we spoke to PCO. Uh, if you haven't checked it out already, check it out. Uh, definitely a really fun chat was had there. Uh, so a little back to what John was talking about. I, I think another aforementioned person, Joey Janela, is a strong possibility to be yeah. one of the gentlemen in the three-way. I can see it. I think he's like the, the hottest indie talent like going right now in the year 2018. And Shima did go over last night, right? Yeah, yeah. Shima have... over Jody Flash. That was yeah. a really fun match, a lot of comedy stuff. And, and Jody looks like he did some shit that was just as good as like our memories of Jody Flash from 2003 ROH. Jumping off a wall. Yeah, he did a sweet run-up off the wall. It was really fun. But I, I honestly, I, I think it could be a really interesting thing if it ends up with Seema in the finals with Joey and Trevor, if that's a possibility. I don't know, not knowing how the brackets shake out. Sure. I mean, to me, I think Blind Walter's got to be there. I mean, yeah. Walter is the PWG champion, um, and he's just been on a tear lately. So I could see Walter um, getting there. I think, yeah, we definitely have to have Trevor there because, I mean, to me, Trevor is the hardest thing. and Trevor has to win. I don't care if it's, like, you know, so expected. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, wouldn't that be the obvious thing? But sometimes the obvious thing's the right thing. Yeah, if you naturally see where the story's going and it actually goes that way, that's because it's good storytelling. Yeah, that's good booking. Fuck you, Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Official sponsor of the show. Uh Addendum, show <laughs> promotions may sometimes involve burying you. Yes, indeed, indeed. So if you would like to potentially be buried, please uh, send us a message. Send us a DM on uh, at Grown Men Pod. And uh, we, we look forward to you sponsoring the show. And we'll, we'll probably actually say nice things about you. So indeed. please. All right. Well, uh, that's basically the summation of maybe of some of our thoughts. Um, yeah. We will definitely do this again, hopefully later tonight or early tomorrow. Get some thoughts from the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> ladies, right. ladies, ladies, ladies. So we do this because I stole it from a show, and this is how we close off. Uh, I just wanted to say, oh, oh, before, Chris has got more to talk about. Yeah. What a surprise, Courtney! You're going to listen to this, and you're going to be really, <laughs> really shocked that Chris wasn't done. Yeah, we got to just <laughs> drag it out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, to me, I just wanted to do this a little bit so we can sort of like get our, our thoughts, our feelings from night one and sort of just the lofty place that we're all at right now going yeah. into night two. Night two is normally the highest energy night of the three, mm -hmm. uh, because by night three, a lot of people haven't taken Excalibur's fucking advice and they are feeling rather sorry for themselves, but people are still pretty up tonight. We've got some amazing shit going on in that card. I'm very excited for a bunch of the matches. Another friend of the show, uh, Jonah. Mm, I'm Jonah so Rock. excited for Jonah. That's going to be an awesome match. I know it. And, um, yeah, we'll see if we can maybe have a little hello on the show from Jonah. We'll see how we go with that one. I like it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to sort of capture the vibes of right now and uh, our thoughts going into night two. Um, we'll, we'll check back in with you. Uh, and, yeah, I think this is a, a fun little thing of us being able to make you listeners part of this live PWG experience, which is a special, special thing. I mean, we all met uh, at the, the first bowler. It's it's kind of the heart of the show. Yes. And now we're staying in an Airbnb together. Yep. yep. Shout out Airbnb. I saw John in his underwear earlier. It was weird. <laughs> Shout so. out that, everybody. <laughs> all right, all ladies and gentlemen. Listeners, it was blue. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Uh, hope you have a rest, great rest of your day. You'll listen to more of us a little bit later. And get swifty, everybody. Thank you.
So, Jeremy Tate, yes, Mr. James Vanderbeek, and I are here following the PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2018. Fucking amazing main event. We got Zachary Wentz and Dead Xavier over here. Zachary Wentz, ladies and gentlemen, followed by uh, John Carr. What's up, John? Killed it. Killed it. Dude, that match, dope, so dope. Uh, we're like just lit right now. We're crazy, we're excited. Uh, still reeling, honestly. Hey, there's Jonah's in the ring. We gotta go say hi to Jonah. Yeah, we're gonna have to say what's up to Jonah. We're gonna have to say what's up to Walter. All the friends of the show are gonna get shout outs right now. Yes. Last hour and a half, my life has been so intense. Mr. John Kraft on the microphones. On the mic! Shit. Oh man, uh, it's been great to see all the fans as well. Like the, the people that we like, we know these people. I mean, shout outs. I mean, Jack. Zach Monday in the house. Zach. 6:30. Nicest guy in the world. Right. I wanted to say what's up. What's up, everybody? Hello. You're one of like the really nice guy, perfect like PWG fans, like Mr. Positivity. I appreciate like, that. Always, hey. I try to spread the love. I appreciate that. Oh, we love it. We love it. Love you. Thank you. All right, well, yeah, we're going to make our way out of here soon. You'll probably hear more recordings from us. We might try to get an interview with Walter here if we get that. He's really swamped. People love the guy. I think so. I think so. I mean, Desmond Xavier. Yes. What's up, man? Hello. We're recording, like, a live podcast right a live now. podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, we want to document this magic, you know? Oh, and, like, oh I think gosh. you, in, in the place of this main event, I'm like, this is the motherfucker that's going to be doing shit the next year, <laughs> you know? Like, killing it, man. You I'm just so hanging good. out, man. I'm just hanging out. I'm trying to be a cool kid. I mean, I'm interrupting, like, a signing right now. Oh, I feel no. kind of bad. Don't worry. I can do this all. Multitasking motherfucker right here. Shit. Oh, shit. I dropped it. <laughs> I don't really cuss all the time, but fuck it. Dude, like, that match? Holy shit. Like, people reacted to that, like, more than anything on the show. It was so really? great. Amazing. Thank you. That means a lot. That really I mean, means a lot. It's so good. I love these like non-tournament matches where guys are just coming at it to fucking kill it, and you killed it. Appreciate it, brother. Thank Dude, you. Dude, you Thank guys you. have been so awesome since like the debut at this venue. Yeah. You know, like the the first show, uh, Time is a Flat Circle, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I watched that, and I'm like, I don't know if PWG should be here, but I mean, your match, you and Zachary Wentz against uh, Flamita yeah. and Bandito, holy shit. Everything about that match was everything, man. So, y'all doing great. This place is amazing. It makes it feel like you're in a completely different atmosphere. Reseda has its feel. The globe. And it just makes you elevate whatever it is that you're doing, just like Reseda did. PWG's done a great job at finding another gym. So, the globe. We're... Bucks did for Reseda. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, this is amazing. I actually Dude. love being here. There's no other place that I'd rather be. I'm so happy that dudes like you get to carry PWG into the future, brother. You. You're doing yeah, fucking great, bro. I want to say something hi to my good buddy, my friend, uh, Mr. Athletic. Oh! He's a designer, in case you haven't heard. Shut up, Gary. Say hi, Jeff. He, um... Oh, are oh, you? This is a thing. Hello. You're, you're on my first podcast. You're on my second podcast. <laughs> all right, so uh, you're going to do three more matches and you won this thing, right? Uh, we'll see. All right, all right. I'm wrestling tomorrow. I'll yeah. probably, probably get a text message at 1 a.m. Somebody's replacing you? No, somebody's uh, figuring out who I'm wrestling. All right, all right. Uh, 
Uh, should we close this up? No, no, let's keep it going forever. No, 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 no we're done. We're done. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Walter here. PWG, not ROH, PWG World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. PWG World Heavyweight Champion. Welcome, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, we were so excited, all of us, about your performance tonight. Holy shit, it's been amazing. Oh, thank you. I was trying to do my best for you, so I got, for you guys to have a good time. Ah, oh, yeah. You are a hero, sir. <laughs> we get up the shit out of everybody, man. Break chests. <laughs> we wish you continued success in murdering people's chest. I keep working out, promise. Thank How you. How is everything with you and Timothy right now? Pardon? How is everything with you and Timothy oh, right bad. now? Oh, they're bad. They're pissed. Oh, it's, it's all good. We're friends. It's all good? We're used to it. It's competition. Right? Yeah, I love Bring cup. Bring cup. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Bandito, like amigo. 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 <laughs> nice to meet you. John Kraft says very good things. You're a very good person. Uh, and you're wrestling. <laughs> Holy shit. Tremendous. We love you. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you very much. Thank you for everything. You're for welcome. the support to my friend. My friend to Tijuana, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you guys know my new, my yes. new friend. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, Appreciate you having the show, sir. Ben, you know, yeah. one question. This year, you are having the best year. New people that have never heard of you are loving you in one night. What do you say to the people that are about to watch your, your next match? New, new luchador, top yeah. luchador of USA Indies. Oh my God. Uh, what do you say to the new watcher? Uh, to everything, people, uh, I don't think, uh, I think, I say only thank you very much. Thank you for supporting me, thank you for always. Thank you for uh, As a quick little editor's note, at this point we approached Ilya Dragunov, who Courtney was having a fabulous little conversation with. Uh, she was, however, quite concerned about his head. There was a bit of a gash, so let's go right to that. Hey man. Hey. His head's good. I just asked. Is your head okay? Yeah, I just asked exactly the same thing. He right. looks dangerous. <laughs> so it's fine. It doesn't Dude. even matter. You're crazy. Yeah, I am. I think so. He's like, damn right. Yeah. Damn right. I like first watch your like Walter matches in WXW. Like, holy shit. Like, you're mad man. So, and then like seeing you in person, it's so cool. And it's like so many other people seeing you in person here. Like, what do you think about the PWG environment? Yeah. What do you think about PWG, the, the vibe, the feel? The like, fans? was this a big thing for you? Well, like, first awesome time because, bowler? Because the people here are so euphoric. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know. Well, the Germans are a bit lighter, a bit like... <laughs> Sensitive. More reserved. More reserved. Really? Yeah. yeah, sure. But yeah, also like me, yeah, but, but the guys here are like I thought they'd let loose. cheering for stuff I never knew for. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Amazing. Well appreciate it, man. Yeah, See you. yeah man. See you tomorrow. You did great. Great job, man. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. At this point, Jeremy, John, Courtney, and myself approach good friend of the show, Jonah Rock who was more than happy to indulge us in a fine little chat. It was a great time. Let's go straight to it. 
Hey buddy. How's that? How's it going? I, that was that last half was pretty good. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Are you okay to like have a little back and forth on the recording thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah rad. Is it now? Yeah. yeah. On this spot. Oh, it's on off. this spot. We've got like waves and shit going on. This is John. John's like friend we of the show before. Now. Yeah, we yeah rad. And Jeremy. Jonah. That's right, yeah. Oh, Jonah, in the formally, flesh. Formally, yeah. In the real yeah. life flesh. Yeah. Can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the performance tonight was pretty tremendous, man. Thank you very yeah, much. I mean, it was a stacked of shit card. Like, there's so much crazy shit. But, I mean, I mean you're I mean, definitely one of the... That's every bowler. Period. Yeah. Like, you just have to try and do something different to try and stand out. Like, this year is the most eclectic roster. Oh, yeah. Picking people from everywhere. Yeah. Different generations with yep. Jody coming back. It's amazing. Shima as well. Shima. Shima in person, like, twice? Shima's three times now. Exactly. That's the crazy part for me. He's a never-aging vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that motherfucker. And the biggest yeah, the thing is, in his seeing Shingo now knowing that he's going freelance on top of it is fucking nuts. I mean, like, seeing... Shima, Shingo, like T-Hawk, all those dudes. Had a great match tonight. Yeah. I still think like my favorite match from tonight was Soldier. That was just a fight, man. It was just a fucking fight. Yeah. I mean, you know that's my favorite kind of wrestling. I knew you'd be like me. I mean, the main event was incredible, but yeah, completely different. Yeah. Like bringing it back to that like Noah OG style, like fuck. Tremendous. Tim Thatcher in his Undertaker '90s gear. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was rocking purple for those people who are the visual crowd. <laughs> that match is incredible. Yeah, Dude, sure. so good. But well, yeah. appreciate you coming on the show again, of course. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, we love it, man. Like other people as well in there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a show with Walter. We had Bandito. a show with Ilya, Bandito. Like, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of cool motherfuckers. Yeah, that'd be good. Tremendous. Yeah. I would have to listen to it. Indeed. Yeah. Go and men watch this shit. This shit, yeah. I still do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. John Craft with a run in. We five. gave John Craft the, the props. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to John. Yeah, just so everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right, guys. It. See you tomorrow, brother. Thanks yeah, so much, bro. I can't wait. Hey. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Right. All right, guys. We're gonna shut this baby down. Jeremy has just walked away, so he's not gonna be here. But I have my good friend John Craft here. We're gonna shut this baby down for tonight. Um, awesome show. I mean, we're just crazy excited. We're just excited wrestling dickheads. And Jeremy's just come in right I'm here. Back. He's back. He's back for the close. Slicked in like a cat. I mean, oh. final thoughts, guys? I don't know if I'm ready for tomorrow, but hey, we're going to do it. We're going to be here. <sighs> PWG. It's a, it's a, like I said, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Pace yourself. Indeed. I'm no longer an old codger. The globe has won me over. It was an incredible night. I appreciated the air conditioning. All right, so final thoughts, like, match of the night, guys. It was fucking hard, but to me, I'm giving it to Shingo. Ah, uh, shit, you're right. That was fucking tremendous. The emotion in the Shingo and Ilya match was off yeah. the charts. Uh, probably close contenders, of course, Timothy and Walter. Yeah. Yeah. I was torn between the two. I'm going to go with Walter and Timothy to do the story that I'm aware of. But for two guys that I don't think have wrestled each other a lot, Ilya and Shingo really, really impressed. Tore the house down. Tore so down. good. And I'm just quietly very excited that Trevor Lee is still alive. Our boy. some money, Trevor Lee. <laughs> We're, we're counting it down towards the finals. This is the end of night two, ladies and gentlemen. Live experience. I hope Chris recorded this one. I hope so, too. Good stories for you in the morning. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. All right. 
as our weary bodies jump into night three, uh, we are quite wrecked. Uh, also, a note on our audio recording equipment, we actually lost our mic covers at this point, so you may notice a slight drop in audio quality, but I thought I'd leave it in because, you know, fuck it. Yeah, so we're actually recording, ladies oh, and gentlemen, night two, no, night three. Night three. The finals. PWG. Battle of Los Angeles, 2018. Night three, stage three. Uh, so far tonight, we've had, as far as the, la- the last round capped off, was an amazing Lucha Libre match featuring both Flamita and Bandito, tag team Mexi Blood. Dude, that was, that was like the best actual pure Lucha match. I've seen in so long. It was fantastic. I mean, outside of that, we all, all the, the last matches in this night have been insane. Like, yeah, honestly, Robbie Eagles and Sima. Oh, that Robbie, no, Robbie Eagles and Shingo. Oh, sh- that's what, I'm not Asian and racist. I apologize. I'm not high and drunk. I apologize. I think that was my favorite match of the whole weekend yeah, so far. Shingo was, honestly, like the fact that he went basically freelance recently, I hope, I hope he gets booked in the WWE. It'll be amazing to see him show up in fucking NXT and then quickly make it to the main roster. Uh, anywhere he gets that more of a spotlight than where he's got right now, I think he's been doing the same things in Japan. He's like such a talented guy. It's been so exciting. Um, John, favorite match so far? Bandito Flamita, without a doubt. Bandito Flamita, all the way? Yeah. yeah, I agree. I see that. I see that. But I mean, all right, second favorite match? Sir. Second favorite? God, that just stands so far above the rest of me. I really enjoyed the uh, Trevor Lee match. Oh, shit. I almost forgot how great that Trevor Lee match was. Oh, that was yeah. like the hottest opener I've ever seen in my life. It's fantastic. Also, Joey Janela did very well as well. Oh, Joey Janela and Sima. I know my first is hard to pick a second. Joey Janela continued his feud against the Japanese legends. I love the fact they actually threw that Amazing. This is lit. We're really high. We can't wait till the second half. See you later, guys. We can't wait. Swifty, baby. Alright, so we're here at the end of 2018, Battle of Los Angeles. Night three is over. What? It's, this has been an insane experience. I honestly, I attempted to pace myself, but I didn't, and I'm still alive right now, which is a fucking surprise. Thank you, Excalibur. I have a tattoo of his arm to, uh, you know, emulate how much I love the man. He's amazing. We had a lovely little moment with Excalibur before. We had a lovely moment with Rick Knox. Uh, another one with uh, our friend of the show, uh, Mr. Jonah Rock. Yes. Everyone's so delightful. This has been an amazing time. I honestly, uh, Bola has been something I've been doing for the last couple of years. And as much as I hate to admit it, this might have been the best year yet. I, I, you know you compare every year before and love the memories, but... How tremendous was the year's Chris? It's amazing. I think this is even top last year, and the biggest thing of all, our boy Jeff Cobb took Big the whole Daddy thing. Jeff. We were so happy. We were like schoolgirls. Yes, indeed. I, I was. You know, there's adulation, there's love, there's uh, caring for an individual, but Jeff Cobb has been somebody I've designed shirts for, and I've followed his career so strongly. It's amazing to see this progression. Holy shit, Jeff motherfucking Cap. We love Jeff so much. 
it, it just what a whole complete round story finish to this thing like yeah. everything this was everything sure we talked about how much we wanted Trevor to win for storyline wise but sometimes it's not about the storyline it's about the culmination of a career and Jeff Cobb certainly deserves a bola win so so perfect alright man All right, well, we're going to shut this down for now we'll do a little bit of a recap later for now let's say goodbye from night 3 get swifty baby Get swifty. All right. So following the craziness of uh, of the end of night three, we dragged our drunken asses to some burgers. Uh, we we tried our best for In and Out Burger to keep the In and Out Burger PWG Bola tradition alive. Uh, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, they were actually closed. Broke my heart. Uh, we did find some some pretty good burgers otherwise. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we, we got back to the apartment, uh, the more drinks were had, and we decided to get recording to capture the last little moment um, of our, our weekend, of our time together, of bowler, of, of all of the, the special things, um, and uh, we thought it would be quite appropriate to, to have the girls uh, kick us off. So let's go straight to it. Uh... <laughs> Welcome to... Welcome to a very underwhelming episode of <laughs> Grown Men Watch This Shit with Courtney and Whitney, the esteemed other halves of the ever-enthusiastic Chris and John. Um, Jeremy's girlfriend was wise and didn't come. I am jealous of her and I wish her was. So what do you guys think? What was your favorite... Match or maybe favorite competitor of the weekend? My favorite was still the kitty cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, Puma King. Puma yeah. King! Yeah. Why did you move away from me? <laughs> so we, we did. She's speaking to Chris. She's wondering why her man has he did that. got himself he, so far away from her. He did no, we're that. doing. We were doing this really spontaneous thing where the girls were going to open the show and we were just going to lay out, but that's yeah. completely... But that's not life, is it? We like yeah. to involve everybody in That's how things roll. I don't wish to sit in a cage and be watched by men. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I. To be honest, a quality, not specialty. But... So, it's been an amazing weekend. Uh, Chris and John both dragged their lady friends with them as, as Miss Cordius is... Chris, quit fucking with the mic. Boom. So, um, after the weekend was all said and done, somebody I hoped but did not believe won the tournament, Mr. Jeff Cobb, one Olympic athlete, which gives real credence to the tournament. What do you guys think about that? I was so happy about it. I mean, I while we still had the girls, I just wanted to get, like, the whole reason we went over to Mom, because they got dragged, uh, I mean, Courtney got dragged across the world Literally. to this show, um, straight from her roller derby game, uh, where they had the, the local playoffs, uh, to hopping on a flight, to coming over here to, not Reseda, uh, downtown LA, yes, I guess, uh, for night two and night three of the 2018 Battle of Los Angeles. Uh, Courtney somewhat seems to enjoy... Uh, some of the wrestling shows I drag her to, like that she says the live in-person things are, are much more better than watching it on TV. Understandable. Everything is more better, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I was thinking that it would be interesting to, to get the girls kind of a little feel on um, 
you know, what these last two nights were like. I mean, Courtney's probably somewhat dead from the international jet lag stuff. And, I mean, I know John drags Whitney to a fair bit of this kind of stuff as well. So She wasted yet another vacation day. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are like the new vacation nation, right? You don't get many of them. No, we don't. Correct. Really? Mm. No good. No good. So you said you liked Puma King. Any yeah. other like takeaway thoughts or stuff that maybe we get way into because we're just like big crazy wrestling marks where you guys are on more yeah, of the. What is this? What is the cursory shit that connects to this event? Cursory shit. Like anything in particular that is actually interesting? I heard we had lots of love for Rick Knox. I love that. Who's that? The oh, referee. The all right, weird. I like the luchador. Yeah, I like all the stuff. That was my favorite part. Mm, Honestly, yeah. that makes sense to me because Lucha Libre is such a eclectic thing. Like the lights, the fucking outfits, yeah. the big ass you characters. Never know what's gonna like, next. Yes. Um, I think Bandito catching um the pelvis pretty cool. That was fun. Oh, so that he he caught yeah. Jeff yeah. off the top rope and turned it into like a what was it the, the ride? Jeff was like Jeff's that, move. Jeff yeah. was yeah. Jeff's move. Jeff yeah. was doing that to him constantly Rural throughout Island. the match. One could say it's a setup for this later epic thing, but it was great. I was very impressed by that. Yes, indeed. And it was a very small man giving a very big man a tour of the islands. Not a very it was small man. He's less, <laughs> he's less size than Jeff. He's a large man. He's yeah. not compared yeah, to Yeah, that's right. Jeff's just a, oh, Jeff yeah. is thick. Yeah. Thick. Thick boy. Um, yeah, and what else? Yeah, I, I feel... I like, it was a very I long was, show. Oh, yeah, my favorite match. I, I didn't think Ooh, of this or think of this at all. Okay. My favorite match was the Trevor Lee versus um, <laughs> Jeff... Cobb because it went for about 0.2 of a second and that's <laughs> my optimal uh, length <laughs> of time for a wrestling match. I was shocked. It I was, was over shocked. as instantly as it started and I was couldn't be happier. Aww. But, but I... <laughs> not so sarcastically the big suplexy thing that he did was very impressive. What even was that? I don't know. He chucked him over his shoulder and put him on his back. It was amazing. I don't know. <laughs> he like threw him up like a pizza. <laughs> Like a pizza. Um, I mean, we had some nice chats, like a part of the PWG bowler thing is like all the boys are on the apron and then you do like the rounds and, you know, the, the guys you were saying before. And of course, John made some fabulous connections with some local fans by supplying them with confirmed ticket confirmations. As a final little editor's note for the show, I wanted to make a note and explain uh, for those of you playing at home that Jeremy here is referring to a bit of a ticket purchasing trading controversy of sorts that we actually decided we weren't going to mention on the show, uh, but he did anyway, because Jeremy is a jerk. Anyway, let's go to it. We're not going to go down that road. Oh. <laughs> Fuck them! They want to embarrass on their podcast, they can suck our dicks! They're a very bad man, very bad man. Very bad man.
I support the things that my team is saying. <laughs> but we're not going to explain this. So this yeah, is going to sound really vague no, to everyone. If you weren't there, don't try to find out. If you were there, no probably. Everything was squared away. Everything was squared. Yeah, getting outside of the, the, what do you call it? The undercover football or something. There's like a saying in America. That is not American. Undercover football. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure he probably has something that he's actually trying to get to. I have no idea. Yeah. Inside football is what I was going for, but couldn't quite find in my inebriated state. Hashtag undercover football. Tweet live about grown men watching the show right now. Number one. We don't want to get to undercover football now. Yes, no. That'll be our new thing. Undercover football and Bandito Jr. But yeah, we had some nice chats. We had some nice chats to everybody. Um, We had a lovely chat with Jonah. That was nice to end the night. Um, We had some uh, nice chats with... Yeah, Ilya. Yeah, Let's give shout outs to all the nice guys that we yeah. had talks to. Yeah, you know? Jeff Cobb was very pleasant. And his head is fine. I asked him if his head was fine. He said he's fine. Ilya or Jeff? Ilya. Okay. He says he is a crazy tough man. Like, yeah, he was incredibly nice. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to have a trump card here, but I actually had a short conversation with Bandito's father and brother. Ooh. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Really nice to connect the dots and meet the rest of the family. Yeah, Bandito had this really cool thing where, because he went to the finals um, and he got, you know, some of the biggest wins of his career, but this uh, older Mexican man was there with him, and I think a lot of us assumed that he's, you know, older brother or something. Wow. No, 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 Hardy Boys thing, because uh, Revy's Revy's dad was the gardener. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. that is where I was going with that. We can okay. this out if we need to. Oh, I thought you said partner. I was like, okay. Nope. Why is everyone so nope. This is no, not a Mexican gardener joke. This is a Hardy Boys reference. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it turned out um, Bandito did this really nice talk afterwards. And he said about how it's his dad. And it was like everyone almost was like, oh, it's so sweet. You know? Um, it warmed but, our cockles. The cockles yeah, were warmed. But it was sweet when Jeff. Oh, yeah, that was adorable. Or whatever I'm going to be showing us late, babe. I'm sorry, but I'm bringing the trophy home. Yeah. Jeff sorry. had a really yeah, nice speech post-show. I really thought about the luggage. Like, I hope he bought an extra bag. Yeah. Like, how's he, yeah, how's he going to get that home? It's a big trophy so to get home. You, you know what's really fun. funny about that? Every The last couple of years, the trophy has been destroyed post-Bola. Mm. And this Ooh. year, they walked away with a trophy intact. Intact. Oh, that's really I like it. It's a pretty like trophy. Yeah, somebody would show up in, like, either a... Beat the other guy up with it. Or oh, oh that's it. fun. Some yeah. here would break it to get cheap just heat or something. Shit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I I want to say thank you to the ladies for joining us on the show. I appreciate it. I mean, I thought it was good to finally get. Um, I mean, Courtney gets her name mentioned on yeah, every episode she, of this. Damn, you're mentioned on every show. Mm, I know. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about it, and it's almost like fucking where's Wally? I'm like, oh shit. Haven't heard my fucking name yet. <laughs> and then, like, it was funny. Last podcast, I was like, because I think it was a bit shorter, but it's still too long. And um, <laughs> I was like, oh, when is this fucking thing finishing? And you're like, and we better wrap up because uh, Courtney's going to say something soon. And I literally <laughs> had that thought in my head as it was said on the podcast. I was like, fucking wizardry, Please man. Finish it up, fellas. Yeah. I was like, and do it. And, st- and then I was like, seven more fucking minutes? This isn't finishing it. Yeah. yeah, and on the theme of trying to wrap it up with then Chris delaying it a bit more, I wanted to make sure that we uh, give a shout out. We saw our boy PCO. Yes. Uh, Courtney and I had a really nice little hello, hello to him. Such a nice fella. 
I, I stopped by to chat with him and thank him for being on the show as well. So, yeah, PCO having a great year. He did I don't know well. if this is like the end of his run or if there's more to come from it, but what a fucking resurgence of a career. It's pretty amazing. I think it's definitely still on the he up and up, personally. Well he was very entertaining. Yeah, and like, oh, there's fucking bliss and like he's yeah. holding fucking free people up with his hands. And he oh, oh man! He gave a yeah, double talk about the tombstone pile driver. He, was the tombstone and double yeah, chunk. So yeah, he right. first up had the the tombstone set up. Then he grabbed the other dude for one choke slam, and then he grabbed the other dude with the other hand for the choke slam. So then he's basically tombstoning a guy with no hands, <laughs> but he can do it because he's not human. He's not human at all. I almost wanted him to just clap the two guys together like two fucking erasers. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been like ultimate. But I mean, smashing them into the ground too was great. But yeah, you know, maybe you should work on an eraser trick for me. <laughs> so that was fantastic. Um, I mean, everyone. The, the whole thing, the fans, you know, we got to catch up with everyone from like last year. We're, like oh, we met great. last year and then like all the all dudes that we're seeing since then. It's just full circle. It was a great time. God bless the globe, by the way. Like, and we always should we update on that? The re- we're always in, uh, saying how much we love the Legion Hall, but that beautiful piece of shit. The beautiful piece of shit that is the Legion Hall, but the globe is too beautiful, and we can't deny it. I mean, I was very sad that we didn't get to see Legion Larry. Ah, we got to see Lorena though. We yeah. did. Probably 30 minutes earlier in the podcast, I sounded like a grandpa and didn't want to go to the Reseda, and I still feel that way. That place is magical. But as we all said, the Globe has their own magic to make, and I think they're doing it. It's a beautiful place. There's great seating. There's air conditioning so yeah. nice. Yeah, air conditioning. And it's just really conducive because they're have more space to move around and actually get to know each other as opposed to being cramped in your seat the whole time. So yeah. it's, it's really nice. I look forward to coming back if I can't have Reseda. Yeah, I think I mean I think there still needs to be the goodbye show to Reseda because so far they've had like the last shows at Reseda where it's like is it maybe the last show we don't know like that's not a way to say goodbye. They need to create a show kind of like uh you know, Adam Cole's go or going away party or like uh Keith Lee's bask in the glory and just name one after Legion. I like think we, that'd we almost have too much to live up region. to though because <laughs> I don't know what are you gonna do on that show. Well, you're going to have the <laughs> ring in the building fight people. I just want to see Trevor finally get his main event going for the title in the last ever show in Reseda. Be amazing. That's all we want. Anyway. Right, yeah, let's close this one up. Um, I actually don't have the plugs in front of me that I normally do, but I still want to give shout out to Social, Social Suplex. Suplex. Uh, check it out at socialsuplex.com. Uh, all of the, the great shows on there. We very much appreciate being part of it. Um, follow them on, what's their Twitter? At Social Suplex. Pretty sure. If it's not, follow our account. You'll see it linked. Pretty easy. Yeah, it's in the, the, the things, the accompanying text. You'll be fine. Also, us on Grown Men, at Grown Men Pod. Jeremy? Yes, sir. Where are you? Uh, I'm at James Vanderbeek on the Twitter, J-A-M-S Vanderbeek, as well as Instagram. J, isn't it J-A-I-M-S? I've been drinking these, so J-A, <laughs> James, like Ames, with a J, yes. Thank you, Chris. Um, that's what I'm here for. Yes. John, where can we find you? 
I'm at uh, jcraft901, that's J-C-R-A-F-T-901 on Twitter. And what can people look forward to seeing on your Twitter feed, my friend? <laughs> Maybe I should start doing a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> right now, retweeting these podcasts. There you go. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, like and uh, girls, where can we find you on the interwebs? <laughs> uh, nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the internet is. <laughs> All right, I think this has been wonderful. Uh, let's say goodbye uh, live in person from beautiful. You say yours is good. At Chris Things. Instagram, on baby. Instagram and the Twitter. Woo! All right, guys. All right, we're going to shut this baby down. Say goodbye, ladies. Wait a second. Say goodbye, John. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Christopher. Farewell. We've had fun. It's been a crazy weekend. Extended <laughs> goodbye by Chris. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.